the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Here are your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. And today we have our second match in round one of our Throwback Trivia patron tournament. In one corner, we have the one and only... Scott, the devil of Fleet Street Barber. Scott, why don't you remind the folks at home uh, who you are and why you're so awesome? Well, I don't know about why I'm so awesome, but I can definitely answer the who I am part. Um, <clears throat> Scott Barber, uh, your uh, friendly West Virginia native that uh, everyone probably knows uh, from that most of all. Uh, big lover of trivia. been on a few other podcasts uh, as well as this one. And... Um, member of the Sinister Six uh, trivia team. And that's uh, about the most interesting aspects of my life. So that's about it. You, I mean, you do um, accounting for the government, and that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do. Right? Yeah, I'm a federal uh, government accountant. I work for the Department of Treasury, move a lot of fake money around. So that's awesome, too. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's, uh, that's uh, the other interesting part of my uh, day, if you're interested in accounting, which most people aren't. So... <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not either. There it is. See? Roof in the pudding right there. All right. And in the other corner, we have Anna packed a peck of pickled pipers. <laughs> Anna, how are you doing? Let everyone know at home who you are and why you are is so important. Uh, I'm Anna Piper. I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, courtesy of the United States Marine Corps. My husband is in his 22nd year in the Marine Corps, and it's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> Counting down the days, huh? Yeah, just a couple more years. John, did you really miss the opportunity to call her Rowdy? That is my husband. I will say my husband is a pilot, and that is his call sign because he's also a wrestler. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> See? It's like, it's like I knew well, that I should I say he was a wrestler. He does, he, he does jujitsu now, but that is, that is oh. indeed his call sign. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right, folks, well, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I want to know just a little bit more about you guys. And since we have the new category of literature, I would like to know what was your favorite 
childhood book. Hmm. Favorite childhood childhood book. Gosh. It's a great question. It is. So, I thought of it. Thank you. <laughs> I read so many of these as a kid that I uh, I had to, I was of that age where the book it was a thing where you got yeah. the the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a uh, uh, Gosh, I don't know. Uh, let's go with pretty much anything. Encyclopedia Brown was my favorite. It was my favorite series. Wasn't the Encyclopedia Brown okay. uh, series? So Encyclopedia Brown and fill in the blank, whatever, whichever one it was. <laughs> All right, Anna. Uh, when I was a young kid, my favorite book was Where the Wild Things Are. Oh, that's a good one too. Marie right. Sendak. Yeah. So surprisingly. Uh, normally, we, we like to do these questions as part of a, a top 10 list that we've already done on our other podcast, but I decided to go rogue, and I'm kind of wishing I hadn't, because I've never read either of those. <laughs> oh, wow. I've read nothing Encyclopedia Brown, and I have not read Where the Wild Things Are. Uh, however, I am much more familiar with the story of Where the Wild Things Are, so Anna is going to get to pick her category <laughs> first in round one. That's fair. All right. I would like TV to start with. All right. And your decade is the 90s. All right. Jane Seymour played this eponymous character from 93 to 98, which follows the trials and adventures of a female doctor in a small Wild West town. She was Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman is correct. Oh, yeah. Yep. Our dad watched the crap out of that show. Yeah, so my mom I, have did to, too. I have to say, this was not my original version of this question. My original version was actually harder, which was, what was Dr. Quinn's first name? Oh, no. Whoa. Oh. Never would which have Which I that. decided was going to be an impossible question to ask. But if anyone is interested, her first name was Michaela. Really? Yes, really? it was very hard to come up with a, uh, like a hint for <laughs> Michaela, so I decided to reword the question. I'm writing that down right now. That's an interesting little tidbit. <laughs> Uh, all right, Scott, you get to pick your category. Uh, let's go movies. All right. And your decade is the 80s. Okay. All right, we're kind of staying in our wheelhouse for this one. I like it. Meaning bright, intelligent, or clear in Japanese, this 1988 film is largely credited with bringing anime to Western audiences. I don't know anime at all. Goodness. Can I get a repeat of the question? Meaning bright, intelligent, or clear in Japanese, this 1988 film is largely credited with bringing anime to Western audiences. Yeah, I'm terrible at anime, so I don't have an answer. I'm sorry. All right, Anna, you get a chance to steal. <laughs> I have about as much idea as Scott does. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, all right, Adam, do you think you know this one? I've got a guess because when I think like the late 80s um, anime, one really stands out above the rest. Um, and it was about this, it had this sweet ass, motor, sweet motorcycle in it. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be Akira. Akira was the correct answer. Oh, okay. okay. All right, back to Anna for her um, choice. How about toys and games? All, all right. right. And your decade is the 70s. Mordecai Mirowitz was the genius behind this code-breaking game in 1970, which may have been modeled on a pen and paper game called Bulls and Cows. Mastermind? 
Mastermind is correct. Nice pull. Good job. I loved that game. Yeah. Yeah, we had a we had an old version ourselves. Uh, I think that was from when our mother was a kid, and my mom taught me how to play that game, and I I loved it. Yep, a lot of fun. All right, Scotty, let's go music. Hitting the big ones all at once. And your decade is the '80s. Roland Orzabal and Kurt Smith ruled the '80s as what English pop band? Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears is correct. Scott gets on the board. Picked up on the ruled the world uh, uh, clue too, so that's uh, very good. Go. <clears throat> All right, Anna. Uh, let's do food. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that right now, actually. Well, <laughs> you know, it might be a bit stale because it's from the '60s. <laughs> <laughs> this surprisingly American ice cream company was founded by Reuben as. Ah, by Reuben and Rose Mattis in the Bronx in 1960. I don't know. I'll say Briars. Briars is incorrect. Yeah. Scott, can you steal? Maybe. Um, surprisingly, American leads me to think that it might be Hagendas. Hagendas is correct. Yep. And I've got to write a new question for the next game that I'm hosting because <laughs> I had almost <laughs> that exact same one. Uh, uh, all right, so Scott uh, gets to steal, and he gets to pick his category. Uh, let's go sports. Why not? Okay. And your decade is the 70s. Okay. Returning home from a game at East Carolina University, 37 football players and eight coaches from this university died in a plane crash on November 14th, 1970. Seriously? That's my, that's my question? <laughs> yes. Wow. That's amazing, because I don't know if you can see, but that top degree right there is from Marshall University, which uh, is is the answer. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I actually went to the 50th anniversary uh, game uh, in November of uh, this past year. So I was not aware that you went to that school, but Marshall is correct. Well, he's got he's got like a boatload of degrees behind his head. It's hard to tell which one. <laughs> Well, hold on a second. I, and even then, I can't read them from here. Yeah. Let's see here. Let me get. Let me get Marco down here. There so you maybe. Maybe. There you go. Maybe I can uh, help help out with the rest of the game. So that's. that's I thought. I really thought that was a joke for a second. I was like, Oh come on. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, right. That's awesome. All right, Anna. What would you like to go with? Uh, how about fashion? Fashion. And we're going back to the 60s. All right. This 60s British fashion style included tailor-made suits and thin ties for men and Chelsea boots and mini dresses for women. No idea what that's called. I know what it looks like. I don't know. We'll, We'll call it New Age, which it's not. Uh, new age, it is not, unfortunately. <laughs> Scott, you get a chance to steal this one. What decade is this? The 60s. 60s? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have an answer for this one, though. I, I'm, 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 let's just say hipster and counted as wrong. Uh, hipster will be counted as wrong. The correct answer is oh, mod. The, oh, oh, doesn't Anna get a chance to steal? 
Oh, that I was my question. Answer. Oh, okay. I screwed that up. My bad. Okay. My bad. Okay. I did answer. I was wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. You said new age. My bad. I just we just had a question on another game uh, about the mod squad, but I didn't realize that was a style. So yeah. that's interesting. Okay. All right, uh, Scott. Let's go slang. Slang. And we're staying in the sixties. All right. If someone tells you, don't flip your wig, they're telling you not to be what? Oh, be angry. Don't flip your wig. Don't don't be mad. Don't be mad or upset is correct. Okay. All right. What do we got left? We got news and politics and uh, literature. literature. Yep. Uh, let, let's do news and politics. All right. She's staying away from literature. Interesting. And your decade is the 2000s. All right. This conflict began in 2003 in Western Sudan, took an estimated 300,000 lives, and displaced 2 million people, and is still technically going on today. Yeah, I I should know, but I don't. I don't have a clue. All right. Scott, can you steal? Um, probably not. Um, conflict. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing. I'm pulling blank on this one, so I'll have to say I don't have anything either. All right. This was definitely one of my harder uh, news and politics questions. Uh, this could be known as the Land Cruiser War or the War in Darfur. Okay. Oh, Darfur. Okay. okay. All right. And I believe that leaves literature for Scott. Yes. Yeah, easy pick for me. And your decade is the 70s. Okay. This 1970 young adult novel by Judy Bloom is about a sixth grade girl who has grown up without a religious affiliation due to her parents' interfaith marriage. I'll just have to guess on which one it is and just guess with, uh, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, is correct. Yeah. Okay. Never yeah. read it, but from the description, that's <laughs> the best guess I had with it. All right, and that is the end of round one. Adam, can you let us know where we stand? Uh, yeah, uh, not quite a runaway, well, kind of, but obviously the second half can really change things up. We've got Scott with 50 and Anna with 20. All right, that's what I got as well. All right, and since Anna got to pick first in round one, Scott, you are going to get to pick for Anna first in round two. Uh, let's go food. Okay. And it's even older. We're going the 50s. Oh, wow. This controversial confectionery snack was started in 1953 and are often shaped as chicks or bunnies. Peeps. Peeps is correct. <laughs> That's right. Controversial, huh? I, d I didn't know the category was actually called garbage food, John. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> There's your controversy right there. Yeah, they're nasty. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I am also of the camp that they are nasty. Unfortunately, my wife loves them. Yeah, my son loves them, too. <laughs> no one who lives here loves them, so <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yep. We're, we're all safe. Uh, all right, Anna, you get to pick for Scott. Oh, I'm going to let him have sports. Ooh. Fair enough. Because I don't want it. <laughs> Valid. Uh, and your decade will be the 90s. This team went 54 years without winning the Stanley Cup before beating the Vancouver Canucks in a thrilling Game 7. 
Fans didn't realize that it would mark the start of a new championship drought, though. I think that was in 1994, and captained by Mark Messier, I believe that was the New York Rangers. The man knows his hockey. It is yep. the New York Rangers. Yes, it does. All right, Scott, what do you want to give to Anna? Oh, let's go fashion. Fashion. And the decade is the 70s. Unkempt short haircuts, mohawks, and simple dirty clothes with muted colors were the hallmark of this late 70s fashion trend that went along with the music scene of the same name. Uh, Punk? Punk is correct. Yeah. Yep. Sounds right. All right. We are we getting uh, some good scores in the second round. Anna, what do you want to try and stump uh, Scott with? I don't think that's possible, but um, <laughs> wow. let's, no, let's, do, let's do movies. Movies it is. Very good. All right. And your decade is the 2000s. Okay. All right. In what film is Russell Crowe's character nicknamed The Spaniard? Hmm. I don't know. That can't be right. Going through Russell Crowe movies in my head. Gosh. I'm just going to take a guess, even though I think it's wrong. I'm just guess uh, Gladiator. Gladiator is correct. Wow. I didn't realize that was his nickname. I just knew Marcus Aurelius. I didn't know. Uh, glad uh, the Spaniard bit. That's interesting. Mark, well, Marcus Aurelius was the emperor, the, the Caesar. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. His name was like Maximus something that's, Meridius. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Whenever, See, it shows you how little I do know about the movie. So, whenever I hear Russell Crowe, I always think of the South Park episode where they had a fake show where um, it's called Russell Crowe fighting around the world. It was after he got like caught punching somebody in a bar. And so they oh, made a yeah. parody yeah. <laughs> making yeah. movies, making songs and fighting around the world. It's good stuff. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. Uh, all right, Scott, what do you want to give to Anna? Uh, news and politics. News and politics. And we've got the eighties. All right. Finish this famous phrase. Read my lips. No new taxes. No new taxes is correct. But I believe there were new taxes. That does yes, yeah, there were. There were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anna, what do you want to give to Scott? Oh, I'm sorry. That's oh, right. <laughs> Let's do music. Music. And we've got the 90s. This question was brought to us by Ian Schultz. Thank you, Ian, for that. Actress and stand-up comedian Sandra Bernhardt liked being stoned when she appeared in the 1993 music video for this song by the band Cracker. Wow. Um, I don't remember that at all. Goodness. Uh, Cracker. I'm usually pretty good at music. This is a tricky one. Uh, I don't think that's the right song, but the cat, the... <clears throat> clues leading me to say something like maybe uh, uh, let me think here I'll just guess get high I don't know get high is incorrect yeah. Anna can you steal <laughs> uh, I didn't even know there was a band named Cracker and I was an adult in the <laughs> <Yeah>. 90s <laughs> I don't know let's party let's party 
is incorrect. Adam, uh, you like to sing. You want to give us a, sure. a taste of the chorus on this the one? The stoned is, uh, is more of a hint to the lyrics. Being with you, girl, is like being low. It's like oh. being stoned. Hey, 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 it's like being low. Actually, you reverse that. Oh, I reverse it. You say low first. And then stone. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, so the correct answer is low. low. Okay. I've heard that song, but never put that with a band or anything. Like, that's just one of those songs I've heard and didn't know the background on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, Scott, I believe you're going to pick for Anna, and I believe we oh. have TV, toys and games, and literature left. And, and, and slang. Slang left. Yeah. Let's go slang. Okay. And your decade is the 2000s. It's a no for me about using this alternately spelled term for a friend. Oh, what's D-A-W-G? That's a damn good dog. Woo, good dogs. Dog is correct. Very good. Forget Marshall. We're a, we're a dog house over here. We're going <laughs> bulldogs. <laughs> All right, Anna, but, what do you want to give to Scott? Um, literature. Literature. And he steered away. He steered clear of it. Yep. Before I knew the answer to the last one. One of my favorite <laughs> books as a teenager. <laughs> uh, the decade is the two thousands again. Okay. According to author Stephanie Meyer, the idea for this book came to her in a dream on June second, two thousand three, about a human girl and a vampire who was in love with her but thirsted for her blood. The only reasonable answer I can come up with is Twilight. So I'll guess Twilight. And it is only reasonable that you are correct. Yes. Very good. All right. What do you want to give to Anna? Oh, let's go toys and games, I guess. All right. We're staying pretty recent. We got the 90s. All right. Name this turn-based strategy game that tells the story of Lord Morglin Iron Fist who is forced to flee his homeland through a magical portal because his cousin, Ragnar, has usurped the throne. Ooh. We play a lot of games in our house, and I do not have a clue. I, I don't have any idea. All right, Scott, can you steal? No, probably not. Um, that doesn't sound familiar at all to me. Um, um I don't know. I'll just, I know it's wrong, but I'll guess World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is incorrect. Sure. Adam, do you want to take a stab at this one? Uh, I have no idea. This isn't Hero Quest, is it? This is not Hero Quest. Uh, it is not a board game, it is a video game. And Adam, I know you loved this game. This was Heroes of Might and Magic. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, I did not know there was that much backstory to Heroes of Might and Magic. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, Adam, where are we? Uh, we only have that leaves me yep. with TV. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I knew I'd get lost eventually. <laughs> yeah. And the decade is the 80s. Okay. All right. On March 6th, 1981, this evening news anchor signed off with his trademark valediction, and that's the way it is for the final time. I think that's Walter Cronkite. I think you are correct. Oh, goodness. I was afraid that was going to be a gimme, but you had to think on that, didn't you? Yeah. 
Well, it was one of those where I, it was, I thought that was right, but mm-hmm. I never really uh, seen Walter Cronkite when he was on. So um, it was one of those I had to pull from memory more than experience. Mm-hmm. All right. That is the end of round two. Adam, let us know where we stand before we go to our final round. All right. Well, Scott still has the lead, but Anna closed the gap just a slight bit. Scott has 90. Anna has 60. All right. And so for the final round, Scott, since you are ahead, you are going to get to pick your category first for the final round question. So I'm picking for, uh, so I pick a category and then Anna picks a category and we both get a question from you each both. Them, you so both have to answer both questions. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, and decades are randomized. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I'll go sports for mine. Smart. Because Anna was not a fan. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's going to be the 60s. Unless it has to do with MMA, it has never been on the TV in my Ah. (laughs) house, and I didn't watch that either. Uh, I'd like TV, please. TV. All right. Okay. And your decade is going to be the 70s. All right. So based on having to do a 60s sports and 70s television question, please write down your wagers. Okay. 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 All right. Here is your 60s sports question. On October of 1961, who hit his 61st home run beating Babe Ruth's single season record? And for television, this iconic 70s sitcom had seven spinoffs, the most of any show, including Maude, Good Times, and The Jeffersons. While they are thinking about their answers, I'm just going to let everybody know out there, please check out everything on the BFOP network, whether it is Action Action or People Don't Forget, two of the newest podcasts to join the network. Um, Yeah, they're all great shows. Every single one of them. I'm done. I'm ready. Okay, I'm I'm done. Uh, All right. Uh, Anna, since you were behind, why don't you give us your answers, starting with the 60 sports question. For that, I said Hank Aaron. And for the the TV, uh, it's all in the family. All right. And Scott, what are your answers? Well, for TV, I originally thought it was Mary Tyler Moore show. uh, And then I realized that that's – I was thinking Rhoda came from it and not Maude. And then I remembered with the reboot recently of um, uh, the the Jeffersons was combined with All in the Family and then marked it out and wrote All in the Family. So I locked in with that for TV. And for sports in 1961, it was uh, uh, 61 and 61 was... Uh, former league MVP of both the National League and the American League, uh, Roger Maris. Oh, shoot. All right. Uh, in For the 70s, or in the 70s TV, the iconic 70s sitcom was indeed All in the Family. And in sports, 61 and 61, it is Roger Maris. All right, Anna, what did you wager? I didn't wager anything because I knew I wouldn't get the sports question right. <laughs> All right. And Scott? I wagered 25, just enough to, in case I missed it, to cover my bases. If uh, we both missed, so. 
All right, Adam, do all of that complicated mathing and let us know what our final score is. All right, with a final score of 115-260, Scott Barber is the winner and will move on in the Throwback Trivia Tournament. Wow. Awesome. Congratulations. Good good uh, game today, guys. Yeah, great game. Yep. Yeah, good game. It was man. fun. Yes, yeah. thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, before we go, Anna, would you like to give any shout-outs or promote uh, anything? Yes, my son is graduating from high school soon, so I would like to tell Evan congratulations. All right. And you have my condolences. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my daughter my daughter graduated from college during the beginning of COVID. Oh, jeez. So. Oh, <laughs> and the poor girl, she got into college in North Carolina two days before my husband found out we had to move to Hawaii. Oh, oh, wow. oh so, no. So we, she and my mom stayed, and our dog stayed here, and the rest of us moved to Hawaii for three years. Oh, wow. Uh, all right, Scott, why don't you give us some, some great parting words and promote uh, anything you'd like to. I always give a shout-out to my Sinister Six buddies, but especially right now uh, my good friend Mike Cameron. Mike's uh, having a real battle right now. Uh, for those who don't know, um, in the trivia world, Mike Cameron uh, has recently been diagnosed with cancer and is uh, having a tough fight. with. Hey, folks. Editor John here. Since we recorded this episode several weeks ago, uh, unfortunately, Mike Cameron has passed away. On behalf of Adam, uh, we want to give our condolences to all of his friends and family, especially those in the trivia community. Uh, There is a GoFundMe for helping out Mike's family with his funeral expenses, and I will put the link to the GoFundMe in the description of the episode. Again, our condolences are with Mike's friends and family, and now for the rest of the show. Um, yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that, um, Scott, you will be taking on uh, our next episode. We are going to be having uh, Scott Grimes and Ian Schultz go after each other. So the winner of that oh. is who you will be taking on, um, you know, in our Elite Eight. I couldn't think of a good pun. Um, <laughs> you know, that kind of yeah, the, the eight people. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's Adam and I'm John. And this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.